City of Sacramento's curfew, you'll find it online at cityofsacramento.org. Once again, the City of Sacramento has issued a curfew, and it's in effect from 8 p.m. through 5 a.m. until further notice. Selling slack, selling, selling slack. Selling slack, selling, selling slack. Selling slack, selling, selling slack. Memento, buying the block back. Selling slack, selling, selling slack. Selling slack, selling, selling slack. Selling slack, selling, selling slack. Memento, buying the block back. Hey everyone, it is Wednesday. You're listening to 97.5 FM KDEE. I am Agent Key. And this is Selling Sacramento. This is a very somber Wednesday. And we are going to take the entire show today to discuss a topic that's impacting not only our nation, but the world. There's so much to be unraveled There are so many emotions and there's so much pain. And this stems from so many years of mistreatment, injustice towards blacks here in America. And it's time for real change. We talk about the incidents when they occur we get upset over them rightly so but this time we are calling for real change we have a responsibility as leaders in our communities who are our leaders if you are a parent you are a leader if you are a business owner you are a leader If you are a politician or a superstar, a professional in any of those areas, you're a leader. You may not want to take on the job of being the example of the type of leader that you need to be, but guess what? You still are. And with that being said, You have people who are watching you. We have people watching us. The younger generation right now, they are in a lot of pain. They are experiencing a lot of confusion. They are many of the people that you see out there nightly for the past few nights who are protesting. They are a generation that whatever it is that they want, they make it happen. And this is just beyond them. They don't understand why justice is not imminent and swift. Wrong is wrong. And what they witnessed was wrong. And at the same time, they noticed that as young people, they don't sit in those seats of position of power to bring about the change that needs to happen to punish and bring justice to all of those who have had an injustice brought on them. I would like to read something to you. 
And I also want to give you the opportunity to phone in. Today's show is about solutions. Today's show is about next steps. On a national level, on a statewide level, and on a local level. What do we do next? Where do we go from here? What everyone should know about reconstruction 150 years after the 15th Amendment's ratification. Many historians and other scholars say what Americans have traditionally learned about the complex, complex post-Civil War period falls short of what we should know. Most students learned that the U.S. gained three constitutional amendments that extended civil and political rights to newly freed African Americans following the Civil War. The 13th ratified in 1865 banned slavery and involuntary servitude except for the punishment of a crime. The 14th Amendment ratified three years later, granted citizenship and equal protection under the law to all people born in the United States, as well as naturalized citizens, including all previously enslaved individuals. Then the 15th Amendment asserted that neither the federal government nor state governments could deny voting rights to any male citizen. The year 2020 marks the 150th anniversary of the ratification of the 15th Amendment on February 3rd, 1870. The anniversary is a good opportunity to learn about how the amendment was supposed to guarantee that the right to vote could not be denied based on race, color or previous condition of servitude. Now again, we're talking about solutions. Why is Agent Key talking about black history at a time when we're supposed to be talking about moving forward? If you don't know where you come from, you have no idea where you're going. Our young people are confused because they don't know their history. They don't know where they came from and therefore they don't know how to properly map out a plan to figure out where they're going. They can't see the forest for the trees and it's our responsibility to help them. What few history and social studies classes explore is how these changes to the Constitution made it possible for African American men to use their newfound political power to gain representation.
Hiram Rhodes Revels, the first African-American senator, represented Mississippi in 1870 after the state's Senate elected him. He was among 16 black men from seven southern states who served in Congress during Reconstruction. Revels and his colleagues were only part of the story. All told, about 2,000 African Americans held public office at some level of government during Reconstruction. White supremacist groups like the Ku Klux Klan also formed following the Civil War. These terrorist groups engaged in violence and other racist tactics to intimidate African Americans, people of color, black voters, and legislators. They thus made the accomplishment of African American politicians even more impressive as they served as public officials under the constant threat of racial violence. The first African-American members of Congress were elected after the Civil War. African-American women technically gained the right to vote in 1920 when the 19th Amendment passed. However, their constitutional right was limited in many states due to discriminatory laws. Many black women were activists and women's suffrage movement leaders. Through public speaking, prolific writing, and developing organizations dedicated to racial and gender equality, they fought for equal rights and dignity for all. Among the black women who were activists during Reconstruction were the five Rawlins sisters of South Carolina. They fought for female voting rights. Maria Stewart, an outspoken abolitionist before the Civil War and suffragist once once it ended, and Mary Ann Shad Carey, the first black woman in North America to edit and publish a newspaper, one of the first black female lawyers in the country, and an advocate for granting women the right to vote. Other women of color who played key roles in the suffrage movement included Ida B. Wells, the journalist and civil rights advocate who raised awareness of lynching, and Mary Church Terrell, founder of the National Association of Colored Women. Before the Civil War, many states made teaching enslaved individuals to read a crime. Education quickly became a top priority for black Americans once slavery ended. While Northern, largely white philanthropists and missionary groups and the U.S. Bureau of Refugees, Freedmen, and Abandoned Lands, better known as the Freedmen's Bureau, did help create new educational opportunities, the African-American public schools established after the Civil War ended were largely built and staffed by the black community. Many new institutions of higher education, now known as HBCUs, historically black colleges and universities, began to operate during Reconstruction. These schools trained black people to become teachers and ministers, doctors and nurses. They also prepared African Americans for careers in industrial and agricultural fields. 
public and private HBCUs founded during Reconstruction and still operating today include Howard University in Washington, D.C., Hampton University in Virginia, Alabama State University, Morehouse College in Georgia, and Morgan State University in Maryland. These colleges and universities train a disproportionate share of black doctors and other professionals, even today. Storytelling, multimedia experiences, and trips to historic sites and creative museums help get people of any age interested in learning about history. Depending on where you live, you may want to embark on a family outing or a school field trip. The National Constitution Center in Philadelphia has a new permanent exhibit on Civil War and Reconstruction. The National Museum of African American History and Culture, which opened in Washington, D.C. in 2017, contains artifacts from the Reconstruction era. It's also making the records of the Freedmen's Bureau, including the names of the formerly enslaved individuals following the Civil War, available online. Another option is the Reconstruction Era National Historic Park in Beaufort County, South Carolina. This information is the, the foundation that has already been laid before us. This information explains how those who have come before us have mapped out this trail to give us the right to be free, to give us the right to vote, and to give us the right to education. They hung, bled, and died for those three things. We have what we need to make change. So why is it that when it's time to vote, we show up in so few numbers? Why is it when it comes to education, our children are on the bottom when it comes to test scores? We have our freedom, but many times we behave with a slave mentality. On today's show, I'm going to share with you some examples of some solutions that don't require you risking your life, marching, protesting, under the threat of a new organism that's out not only to destroy our credibility as people, but they don't care about hurting you. They don't care about you getting hurt in the process. They're tearing up our cities. They're destroying our right to protest peacefully. We have a right to protest, but even that now is coming under threat. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, I'm going to share with you some solutions 
on a local level to a national tragedy. You're listening to 97.5 FM. I am Agent Key. We'll be right back. If you manage or own a black business, if you're a corporate leader, you should know the California Black Chamber of Commerce continues to provide advocacy assistance for your supplier diversity needs, along with small business development and training. Being a member of one of the largest African-American business organizations in California increases your resources and opportunities in the business sector. For membership information and details, call 916-262-7272. That's 262-7272. In the interest of public safety, the City of Sacramento has put a curfew in motion. It starts at 8 p.m. this evening through 5 a.m. until further notice. If you'd like more information about the City of Sacramento's curfew, you'll find it online at cityofsacramento.org. Once again, the City of Sacramento has issued a curfew, and it's in effect from 8 p.m. through 5 a.m. until further notice. Selling sack, selling, selling sack. Selling sack, selling, selling sack. Selling sack, selling, selling sack. Hey, Sacramento, we are back and we are talking today about local solutions to a national tragedy. And before we went on the break, the break, I shared with you some black history, a little more black history, a little more history, I should say, than we are normally taught in schools regarding the Reconstruction era and important because we need to remember that there were people who 
came before us. There were people who literally risked their lives on the front lines. They were, they were slaves. They were told they were free but weren't free. You know, what, what's happening to black people right now is horrific. But can you imagine being alive and having to be the one I can't imagine, I cannot imagine having to be so brave. I can't imagine being confronted by people who had a right to tell you that you were nothing. had a right and I can't imagine being George Floyd on that corner helpless unable to fight back and he probably could have whooped that cop's tail he probably could have took that guy out if he had an opportunity if he was allowed to live we cannot continue in the same direction that we've been going we cannot allow the stereotypes to be perpetuated we can only control ourselves we can't control what people think about us we can't control what people say about us but we can control what we do as a people financial literacy needs to be a priority to black leadership and our communities. Registering to vote for what's right for us, not taking political sides. The Democrats and the Republicans historically have done us wrong equally. Equally. We need to think, we need to be forward thinking and look at our children. Those are the next senators and judges and police officers and police chiefs and district attorneys. Those are the, the people that we want to see in office. Those are the people who are going to promote effective change for us. We've got to stop lying to ourselves and thinking that the status quo will work somehow, someday. Right now, in our communities, 
There are people, organizations, like Black Wealth Matters under Michael Blair, like the Greater Sacramento Financial Literacy Group under Jay King. Those men single-handedly with passion and fervor and consistency are on us and make themselves and the organizations available to teach us how to take advantage of financial opportunities, how to get ourselves positioned financially. There are organizations that exist where we can collectively gather information about voting. If you're out there protesting and you're not registered to vote, you need to go home because you're out of order. We can fix what's wrong collectively. When we stop being concerned about, oh, is, is this person doing it? Because I don't want to do it if that person's doing it. Do you think that African Americans 200 years ago were looking to the left and the right to see who was doing it? And I should say those, the trailblazers. Because there are always going to be a crowd that sit back and wait for everybody else to move. But today we hear a lot of people talking. I like, I like to call them keyboard quarterbacks. They're on social media spewing their perspective. But guess what? It's time now to take action. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? I'm going to share a couple of things that I appreciated seeing on someone's Facebook page. And since he posted it publicly, I'm going to share it. I won't say his name, but I want to share it with you. And these, these are some real solutions. And when I read them, there was nothing about any of them that made them impossible. The only, the only common denominator, or not common denominator, the only thing stopping you would be you. Ideas for solutions. Number one, vote. It's an unpopular thing in our community, voting. But what gets overlooked is the ballot measures, the elected officials like judges, mayors, city council, school boards, etc. We need to vet the candidates and have serious conversations with them to let them know what our needs are. And if they aren't meeting our needs, we'll recall them. Do you all know that the district attorney, the chief of police, the judges that prosecute, they are elected officials. Guess how they got in the positions that they're in? 
we put them there. And if we did, if you can't say you were one of those people who put them there, either you didn't vote or you voted for the person that you probably should not have voted for. When it comes time to vote, that's how serious voting is. George Floyd is how serious voting is. How quickly the police officers are prosecuted is how serious voting is. Study and join PACs, political action committees. Become delegates for a political party. Encourage like-minded people to run for office. The political scheme is run in a number of ways. If we get into it and remain active beyond just during elections, we won't have to worry about being silenced because we would have, we would have never stopped the conversation. And the person who posted this says that they've seen firsthand how this works and that we do have active people in politics and that we need to support them. And this word where it comes down to that political line, we fall on the side of either Democrat or Republican. And again, I say they've equally done us wrong. It may be time to come up with a new political party. It may be time to come up with a new political party or is it time to come up with a new political party? Support local community-oriented businesses. There are businesses that invest in our community. Let's get behind them. Let's support people in our circle who have business aspirations. Our support doesn't always have to be financial. It can be resources, information, sharing information about the business, etc. And many of you may already be involved in something like that on on Facebook, social media. They have so many pa pages that reference black owned businesses, um, SAC Black Business Community, SAC Black Econ. All of those Facebook social pages all promote black business and trying to um, get the black dollar circulating through these businesses. We need to support them. Rebuild the community. This means go meet your neighbors. Go meet your local officials. Stop by the police station. Stop by the fire station. A united community seldom is a divided community. We've got to stop being afraid. We've got to stop trying to make other people comfortable with us. We're here. We have a right to be here. P.S. We built this. I don't cuss, so I couldn't say what I wanted to say. Okay, thank you. He said he got my back. We built this. Off the backs of our ancestors, America thrives. You have every right. Buy a firearm. The writer says, I'm hugely against violence, and I currently own a firearm that I inherited, but I'm purchasing a firearm soon. The world is becoming more and more unpredictable, and it's better to be able to protect yourself than not. In addition, you're more likely to be heard as a group if they know that y'all, I'm 
doing this in my own words. If they know you all strapped, they're going to listen to what you have to say. And he goes on to say, sounds weird, but look at how many armed protesters we've seen that didn't get touched compared to the unarmed protesters getting shot in the face with rubber bullets. And I'm sure many of you have already heard the story this morning about the young lady who was shot in the head and her face looks four or five times larger with two black eyes by a police officer with a rubber bullet of some type as she was trying to leave the area after she had been consoling other protesters and trying to help in the disperse all the chaos as the police sprayed everyone with tear gas and she was already choking and gagging. Number six, hold schools accountable. Our kids need proper education. And if you look at your local school ratings as they pertain to minority students, it's not good. You can correct that by calling the school to check with their teachers. Your child should be getting homework, support in the classroom, and resources. The parents who we know are going to be on top of us, those are the kids who get white glove treatment. Don't cuss the teacher out. Discuss options with the teacher. And I'm sure by now with the shelter in place, he adds, you know exactly how your kid behave in school. COVID has allowed y'all to see what you're getting at home is what they're dishing out in the classroom. Being a proactive parent with your teacher not only lets the teacher know that you care, but it also ensures your student is going to get the attention they deserve and they're going to be seen and they won't be looked over in the event that they are struggling in the classroom. The teacher's gonna care because they know you care. Do your research on healthcare. You'll be surprised at the statistics of how poor the service is for people of color sometimes. Ask questions. Ask your doctor, why is he prescribing that? Or why is he not prescribing something else? Ask about holistic awareness, holistic alternatives. Sometimes you need to demand treatment. And to his point there, I'd like to add that we also have accountability on our part to implement preventative medicine. Eating healthier, exercising, not smoking, not drinking, we are in America, land of the free, home of the brave. I could do whatever I want, do what feels good. But those cultural nuances are killing our people. We're jumping on the bandwagon with American culture and we are dying. We are being left behind. And we know better. We have a history of collective heroes and heroines who risked life and limb and were not only upstanding, they were strong,
They were resilient. They didn't have time for the okie doke. We would not be living as quote unquote freely as we are right now had it not been for them. Thank God. Praise God. Praise God. If we had to rely on what we have today as our squad to get us out of slavery 200 years ago, praise God. But where are we now? They brought us this far and it's our responsibility to grab the torch and go the next distance and do it without complaining do it in solidarity do it together put aside the differences that don't have nothing to do with the goal there is only one goal there are a lot of different ways to get to the goal and those are the types of things that divide us because we get so stuck and caught up and hung up and, and wanting to be able to get the credit for having got us to the goal. Those days are gone. They need to be gone. I need to get through this list. <laughs> By land. We must own our neighborhoods if we want to get the proper resources and our voices heard instead of buying Jordans buy a deed buy stock buy life insurance buy mutual funds save for your child's college and use your money wise wisely that takes me back to black wealth matters you can find the black wealth matters page by Michael Blair on Facebook Make sure you'll know you're at Black Wealth Matters, BWM. I believe it's BWM Investments, but it's Black Wealth Matters. And you'll know you're there if you see Michael Blair as the um, person over the page. And then Greater Sacramento Financial Literacy Group. And Jay King is over that, along with some other awesome people that help lead that group as a matter of fact they're meeting tonight via zoom they meet every other wednesday this wednesday is an evening that they'll be meeting if you'd like that information to the greater sacramento financial literacy group where they teach you how to invest in stocks on and this is all beginner level stuff you guys i'm involved in this group i've made a lot of money doing options I don't exactly know how I did it. <laughs> so I'm still reading more information so that I can gain a better understanding because right now I'm taking advice and I'm taking suggestions and I'm just putting my feet in the water. Stocks and options and bonds were once an area were an area that we were once kept out of. But guess what has now made it more easily accessible for us and no discrimination? You guessed it, the same thing that's capturing all of these injustices on videotape, the smartphone. You download an app and you're an investor. 
you download, you turn on your camera, and you just became a hero. Right? The smartphone is the black person's salvation for the 21st century. Who would have thought? But if you'd like um, a login to the Greater Sacramento Financial Literacy Group's uh, class tonight, Zoom class, email me and I'll forward it to you. AgentKey007 at gmail.com. A-G-E-N-T-K-E-E-007 at gmail.com. And in the subject line, say something about, I'd like the link to the class tonight. Something like that. And that'll let me know that that's what you're looking for. Being a part of organizations like that, if you have a fear about getting your finances straight, but your finances are out of order, you need to join. Black Wealth Matters does Zoom classes also on Mondays since the COVID-19 quarantine. So if you'd like information for either one of those, you can ask for that and I'll send them to you. Again, email me at agentkey007 at gmail.com. And key is K-E-E, not K-E-Y. If you send it to K-E-Y, I didn't get it. Agentkey007 at gmail.com and I'll send you that information. But we have to take a step forward. We gotta take the first step to get out of the situation. If you are in a financial position that you are not comfortable with, if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you know, how many people found themselves saying that this time? I'm so sick and tired of being sick and tired. It's just as easy as you making a decision to say, I'm going to make a change. If you're not registered to vote, find out what you need to do to get registered to vote. If you don't know who to vote for, connect with other people who are like-minded, who think like you, and get that information. But you gotta get involved, you gotta be a part of the change that you want to see. It's not just going to happen on its own and we have to stop relying on white people thinking they are our savior to make the change for us. Those days are gone. It's not safe for us to become complacent like that. As you can see, George Floyd is just the tip of the iceberg. And if you think about that analogy, the tip of an iceberg, you look underwater and what do you see? You see the hole. That's how many times this has happened to us. We have to take responsibility at some point. And that day is now. I am going to finish this list, I think. I'll finish the list <laughs> after I take a break. And caller, if you can please call back after the break. That would be, yes, call back in three minutes. You're listening to 97.5 FM KDEE. 
You call my name, ooh, so sweet To make your kiss incomplete When your mood is clear You quickly change your ways Then you say I'm untrue What am I supposed to do? Be a fool who sits alone waiting for you If you manage or own a black business, if you're a corporate leader, you should know the California Black Chamber of Commerce continues to provide advocacy assistance for your supplier diversity needs, along with small business development and training. Being a member of one of the largest African-American business organizations in California increases your resources and opportunities in the business sector. For membership information and details, call 916-262-7272. That's 262-7272. In the interest of public safety, the City of Sacramento has put a curfew in motion. It starts at 8 p.m. this evening through 5 a.m. until further notice. If you'd like more information about the City of Sacramento's curfew, you'll find it online at cityofsacramento.org. Once again, the City of Sacramento has issued a curfew, and it's in effect from 8 p.m. through 5 a.m. until further notice. Selling sack, selling, selling sack. Selling sack, selling, selling sack. Selling sack, selling, selling sack. Hey, this is Agent Key, and we are back. We are talking about local solutions to a national tragedy. And before we went to the break, we were uh, discussing some items that were solutions, in particular, how it's important for us to vote, how it's important that we know who our children's teachers are. Um, be involved, be connected in the communities, financial literacy. Before, while we were on break, I was talking to our Facebook Live audience and someone mentioned real property is what we need to preach to young people. And he's absolutely right. And since this is selling Sacramento, <laughs> it's appropriate that I say home ownership is the first step. If you are paying rent, you could be paying a mortgage. And if you're paying Sacramento rent, you definitely could be paying a mortgage because that means that you're paying anywhere from 1400 to 1800 a month. And if you are living in 
an apartment or a house and renting for any amount of time, if it's one year and you're paying that amount, you've paid anywhere between fifteen to $20,000 a year for that year. $15,000, is that a lot of money or no? That, that's, that's, a quite a, that's a bit of coinage to give away to somebody else that they may gain and earn more money. If you're living in a home and this is this is called seeing the trees and not the forest. When you live in a home that you rent, but your landlord is gaining all the equity, that's the forest. Renting the house, that's the tree. That means your your vision is just set on just what's right in front of you. Sometimes you need to step back and see, oh my word, this is a whole forest. When you've stepped back, then you're looking like, wait a minute. If I'm going to give my money away like that, I can actually make money. Because the house that you're living in, let's say when you moved in it to rent it, it was $300,000, worth 300000 But you didn't see that it was worth $300,000 because you're only looking at the tree. In order to be able to see that it's worth $300,000, you'd have to be stepping back and looking at the whole forest. If you're a tree gazer, you just need somewhere to live. I just need to, I just need to rent. My, my credit is bad. And do you know somebody who can just, you know, look the other way about all the stuff that's going on on my credit report? Or you have very terrible spending habits because you are a big time consumer and you've, done, you've not taken the time to reel in your spending habits. You all do know that African-Americans are the number one consumer in America. That's not a title that we should be happy about. If we wanna get on the other side of that title, we've got to start stepping back and looking at the whole forest. That $300,000 house year one in a regular market five years later, because some of us rent for that amount of time, truth be told, five years later, that $300,000 house is probably going to be worth four twenty-five. dollars Yes, that was a moment of silence for you graduating from being a tree gazer to a forest observer. <laughs> yeah. Viana says, oh, she, she was talking about the candidates. So she says, you can look up all the candidates on your smartphone and read their history. And I had read that during the break, but I did want to share that with you all. So we were talking about voting before the break. So you, back to the house, if you go from paying someone 15000 to $20,000 a year to actually being able to say you have $125,000 net worth now. Because without ownership, your net worth is not that. Your net worth is your assets. And if you're renting, you may want to get some other assets. If you're not going to be a homeowner, 
then stocks and bonds is the, the way to go. But you've got to have some financial skin in the game so that you have a, a bigger voice, us as a people. And so that is where the organizations that I talked about earlier come into play. And um, I just want to finish sharing on that li- from that list. I have two more. Show up for jury duty. We cannot expect a fair trial if we're not active on the jury. It's simple. Show up for jury duty. Now to this, I must say that systemically, they kind of make it where there's not a lot of us getting letters in the mail to show up for jury duty. I believe once you've even been convicted, a lot of your rights are taken away. We got to change that because that's intentional. That's intentional. The best way to stop police brutality is to work behind the scenes to change how the police are trained, change the rules of engagement for using force, work to get laws and policies changed when we see that it's working against us. A lot of times we do the riot and protest, but we don't do the work to get the laws or policies changed to prevent another incident. For example, stand your ground still exists. So these are just some ideas that this uh, gentleman came up with. And if you have some ideas or suggestions that you'd like to recommend, give us a call or even email me. AgentKey007 at gmail.com. Give us a call here at the station, 916-921-5333. And I do want to share with you all that the city of Sacramento has imposed they've deemed a curfew necessary in the interest of public safety so the curfew is in effect 8 p.m. through 5 p 5 a.m. until further notice so again recognize that the city of Sacramento has deemed a curfew necessary in the interest of public safety. The curfew is in effect 8 p.m. through 5 a.m. until further notice. And that's every day. And this started a few, a couple of days ago, and it is still ongoing. You may see the news shooting live from downtown with protesters and the time might be nine o'clock. The curfew is still in effect. Tell your children, tell your neighbors, tell your family members. We don't want to give them a reason. Don't give them a reason. Let's be strategic in our thinking. Let's really concentrate on real change. Can you imagine what would happen If we stop looking for somebody else to come and save us and we start working on saving ourselves individually, what do you think would happen if the real estate 
black real estate companies if buyers and sellers if we connected with these companies and said you know let's get everybody in a house here in Sacramento just on a local level and you know what with that being said I also want to I want to remind you all to tune in to the show next Wednesday because I'm going to have some local real estate professionals on the show men black men in real estate here in Sacramento and you're going to get to meet them and not just um, black men but a couple of other pretty powerful voiced people in the industry as well and they're going to be on the show here next Wednesday and we'll be talking about this again from a real estate perspective and their experiences in real estate being black and being men in Sacramento. You've been listening to 97.5 FM KDEE. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Agent Key. And if you are doing what you were created to do, I will see you at the top. Do you know a rising 10th, 11th, or 12th grade girl looking for summer 